I've got yeah, I've got my connectivity here in Fox Four. I don't know why I've been on to Sky about it loads, but they are a bunch of cunts. Welcome back. This is the Long Suffer Podcast. We are here, as promised, after week one of the NFL season. It is here, and there it's it's almost old school tonight. I'm Adam, and Doug, Mark, and Craig are all with us. Hello. What's up? Evening. How are we all? Tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's that start of NFL season. You want to stay out to watch as much, much of it as you can, but it means you're knackered pretty quickly yeah. afterwards. <laughs> I actually took annual leave on Monday just to get a good start. And I still didn't get a great start. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your body, by week 16, 17, you get tuned to watching football at weird times. Um, but now it's a bit of a shock, isn't it? Um, first time, Craig, first time you've been with us for two or three pods, I think. Um, so obviously... Welcome, welcome back. I forgot um, what you I look know. Like. <laughs> no, never, still, never, pretty, still pretty. Yeah. Still beautiful. <laughs> uh, I, I know you've been dying to say a few things. Um, so why don't we kick off with that? Nah, it's not even. It's not even. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, like, I, I just, I've missed a bit of fantasy chat, haven't I? Uh, you would have seen on uh, a bit of Twitter. I just want to clarify, Doug, is my team shit? I just want to commit it to the to the page. <laughs> he's, he's not he's he's pretending. Not he's like, listen, Doug, Doug is my team shit. He's literally throw something at him. Literally <laughs> re- refusing to respond. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the first, Twitter, by the way. You will see on Twitter, um, Doug, had it, Doug had it, got out of his box a bit. And uh, my team's all right. We had an auction draft. Mark, what did you think of the auction draft? Just let's just let's briefly just do that because that's one thing I do want to. I want to talk tactics around an auction draft. You would have had your first week of fantasy. So, Mark, what's your thoughts on the auction draft? Oh, I mean, I, <laughs> that's a big sigh. <laughs> I mean, I, I I get that it's you know people enjoy it um, because you've got an opportunity to get anyone that you want to get. Um, but it doesn't half take a fucking long time. Um, and it seems like every year we've been doing the auction draft for what, three years now. It seems like every year, the amount that people is willing to spend on people is just going up and up and up and up. And yet the budget, the overall budget that you get isn't going anywhere. That stays exactly the same. So like I, I'd spent the vast majority of my money within the first three picks last time. And then I'm sat there for an hour and a half doing nothing. And that, takes a long time <laughs> that is a long time when your missus in the background going why aren't you doing anything <laughs> but the, 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 the other problem with an auction draft is if you've got a snake and you're picking like near the top or the bottom you know that you know if you've done two picks in quick succession you've got a bit of a break you can sort of yeah. take your eye off it a bit mm. you can't do that in an auction draft you never know the, the guy you want, even if it's a sleeper low down, he could come up any time. Yeah, you can't, you can't stop. You can't. I found, I found myself putting in like just random bids for people that I had no interest in having, just so I could do something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's my thing. Yeah, in an auction draft, it is the only format of the game in which you can have effectively any player. Right? Yeah. There's no other way you can play fantasy in which you can have any player. 
So yeah. my thinking was, boom, every year I finish with money. And it's not for want of trying. It's effectively, I'm not, I've, I've got enough to buy you or I haven't. So I, the thoughts were, if you can get two players who end up in the top five, it's the only way you can do that. This is the only format of the game you can. And I did it. And then the rest, there's a middle of the ground where you decide to spend either $50 on a player that you think may do all right or 30 to 35 on a player that is less likely to. Like, it's a much of a muchness for me. I went big early and I really like the look of Saquon Barkley and, uh, and obviously Todd Gurley was going to come back being the best player last year. So it was just, the, it was just the, it was a thing just to commit so we can come back and review later in the, in auction, you can, the only way, in every other format, if you want to pick one player, you have to have the first pick. In the auction, you can get the player you want. And it's whether you decide if that's valuable enough. So we'll yeah, see. Okay. But uh, good week one. How was your week ones? My, my week one was shit. I played Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I had Deshaun Watson, McCoy, Kenyon Drake... Yeah, uh, they all they all did they did shit, <laughs> and, um, I, and I had Isaiah Crowell on, on my bench. So yeah. <laughs> well, top. let's let's uh, let's come back to week one and yeah, talk actual football, like not preseason, not off season training camps, actual football. Um, but obviously, we wouldn't be the Long Supper podcast if we didn't at least to start with ignore that and have a little quiz. Um, so if you are, if you are ready, what I've got for you this week, um, Jersey numbers. Oh, fuck. We've done that before. Jersey numbers is hard. Like, really bad at Jersey numbers. Fuck, right? man. Actually, don't make us animals. Well, Jesus, bro. Oh, sorry, Mark. <laughs> what, what did you just say exactly? Don't make us add them up either. Oh, man. This is the worst. The first one, but Adam. Fuck okay, me. Um, we're going to have a, just a little time quiz. I'm going to set a seven-minute clock, and you're going to have buzzers. And again, again, we have got buzzers that we've made, and each of the buzzers sound exactly like you saying your own name. Um, so, um, each question is just going to be two players on the same team, and you just have to add up their jersey numbers. Are these are these current squads? Current squads, okay. players that you would have probably seen in week one, <laughs> if you were paying attention. Oh man! <laughs> so, for, for example, <laughs> for example, if I said Tyrod Taylor, David and Joku, God knows, five and something. Yeah, and Joku so could be like fifteen or eighty. <laughs> well, that, that's that's no. the beauty of this. Uh, he's eighty-five, so you were, oh, you were buzzing. Oh, say it's annoying. So close. It's so annoying. <laughs> right? Are we are we all ready for this? Yeah, he's ready with Google. <laughs> See there, uh, with the phone out. You've, it's got to be some fast googling. That's what I'd say. Um, yeah. So, yep, simple point for each one you get. Buzz in and the, the time starts now. Uh, we'll kick off with Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. Um, yep, go on. 40, 40, 42. 
incorrect. Anyone else wanna, <laughs> oh, no, wanna buzz in? I know. You're frozen out, Doug. Um <laughs> always the same. Always the same. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many uh Craig. Go on. Uh, uh, 45? No. Mark, you don't have a guess. Um, I don't even know what numbers. There <laughs> <I really don't. laughs> could be so many numbers. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. Uh, 59 plus 41, that was. 41. Hopefully this, hopefully this gets better. 41 isn't a number that a running back should wear. Just okay. just saying. Um, next, Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. Oh. Dougie. Oh, Dougie first, I think. 100. No, incorrect. 92. No, incorrect again. This is going swimmingly. <laughs> That's Ray, what I, mean. I, can't, I literally can't remember Big Ben's number. Yeah. I mean, AB is 84, but I, I, I don't know Big Ben's number. What did he wear? Have a guess. 286. <laughs> no. <laughs> One of them. Big Ben is number seven, so you were looking for 91. Oh, it's annoying! Next. Annoying. Next. Now, you must have been watching these players. Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I know Odell's, I don't know Saquon's. What number is he? That's looking funny. Okay, yeah. 40. No! <laughs> correct. <laughs> 39. Thank you, Mark. We've got we've got a point. That might be enough to win this. We'll see. <laughs> Next up, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Craig. Yeah. 13. Correct. Well done. done. That was sharp. 2 plus 11. Uh, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Craig. Yeah. 25. Correct again. Oh, that's a bit of momentum. How about that? <laughs> Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Craig. Yeah. Oh, what's Gronk's number? Doggy, oh, no. doggy, doggy, doggy. You have to hurry, uh, Craig. Uh, 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 72. No, oh, not even close. Go on, doggy. Nice. 99. 99 is correct. Well done. Why did I say 72? That's annoying. 89. Fuck. <laughs> it's 87. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, next, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Man. Mark. Yeah, Mark. 97. 97. Incorrect. <laughs> Somebody else have a guess. Mate. Dougie. Yeah. 26. No. Go on, Craig. <laughs> um, Suspicious lack of video going on while answering this question. <laughs> <laughs> have to hurry, Craig. Come on. Is there a lack of video? Yeah, but... No, you're back, but, you know. I don't know this. I no. think it's, like, 25. Oh, shit, it's 29. No, not, like, it's 29, it's 12. Yeah, 12, 17. 17. I couldn't, yeah. 
Okay. Um, Blake Bortles and Lennon Fournette. Mark. Yeah, Mark. 11. No. Craig. <laughs> uh, 35. No. Doug, there we go. His face there. Just like that, Alan Partridge should shrug. Is that face? Um, no, it's 32 5 for Bortles, 27 for Fournette. I couldn't oh, remember two, Bortles. Two minutes left, and Craig's on two. The others have got one each. Good. Uh, Cam Fine. Newton and Christian McCaffrey. Craig, 23. Yeah. Uh, very good. Well done. Uh, Sam Bradford and David Johnson. Who? Sam Bradford. Yeah, right. Oh, God, see. Um. <laughs> Mark. Craig. <laughs> Mark was in there. <laughs> 30. No, 40. No. 39. Craig. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Numbers 8 and 31, they are. Bradford is uh, 9, isn't he? No, he's 8. Derek Henry and Dion Lewis. Craig. Yeah. I'm guessing. 13. 13? I can't remember what Dion Lewis two, is. Two running backs. Well, I don't know what Dion Lewis is. <laughs> the lowest number of running backs can have is 20. <laughs> Isn't Derek Lewis? Oh, who did you say? Derek Henry? Derek Henry and Isn't Dion Lewis. Isn't he two? No. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's two when NFL <laughs> Shop sent me a jersey. But, uh, <laughs> not in the NFL. <laughs> That's pitched into my mind. <laughs> I was confident. I was like, I can see that number. Uh, no, there. Anybody, uh, anybody else? Uh, the answer is 55 and 22 and 33 they have. This has gone oh. beautifully. Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin. Uh, Craig. Yeah. 24. Not even close. Uh, 84, 84, sorry, 84. Still wrong. Or oh, 83 then. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I do know. I do know the answer now. That's annoying. <laughs> you froze it out. I know, uh, it's annoying. Dougie, 99. No, not <laughs> Mark. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, Wilson's three. Um, yeah. Baldwin. I'm going to say 92. I think you're right. Uh, You are actually spot on with 92. It's annoying. I did know that. It's not enough, Craig. You you have won this. Play that shit. Basketball quiz. (laughs) I'm I'm also, when we listen to this back, I'm going to have checked about Sam Bradford because I'm sure he's number nine. Okay, you do that. Uh, <laughs> let me know how you go on. While you're at it, why don't you check whether the Music City Miracle Pass went backwards or forwards? It definitely went back. It definitely went back. Forwards. That went better than I expected. Um, so, NFL. Should we get into it? Week one. I always think that it's every single year it seems to become more extreme that there's everything we think we know we throw out the window in week one. But actually, often what happens is by weeks two, three, four, a lot of the stuff that we thought we know is, is actually what, true. Yeah, It's just working out what on earth is nonsense that's happened and what's actually something worth looking at. Good description. 
I like that, yeah. Adam. That was, that painted a picture, bro. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> so how about well, how about talk of, about a couple of the crazy games and whether we think they're crazy or whether we think these teams are actually going to be competitive. Tampa Bay, the first one that springs to mind. I mean, what a ridiculous game that was. Mm-hmm. Fitz Magic, he's back. He never went away. I don't know what you're holding up on the screen, Mark, because it's a. Is that Palmer? Who's that? Sam Bradford. Like Sam Bradford. Yeah, but that's when he was. That's... When he's a cardinal, like he is now. Shame. Um, oh, well. Shame. <laughs> he, he seemed to have number eight what? on his jersey yesterday. Adam. It's not a weird pre season number, is it? Adam, no, he what's was happening? Um, I'm, I'm now looking up to a. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Let's yes. move on. No, let's. But also, let's remember that Craig gets a lot of shit when facts yeah. are not correct. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm thrown a bit from, by the fact that my facts aren't ever incorrect. Yeah. He's even <laughs> nine on rocked. Wikipedia. Yeah, I didn't look at Wikipedia. What, well, what I did was I went through all these players, the ones I was certain I filled in, and a lot that I was slightly uncertain I checked and I, I didn't check be, Sam Bradford I think to be fair to you he's been eight for the whole rest of his career but he has <laughs> he got eight okay um, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll let it go I let just just remember this moment because how how in the hundreds of other quizzes that I've ever done it's never happened before I don't think um, but Mark I I give you a I'll give you another point and, and I still, you don't, still win. don't win <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I'm not even sure you were right anyway. Um, let's, let's, let's move back to Despite Tampa Bay. Despite overwhelming and... evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. What on earth What on earth happened? Somebody, somebody tell me. I mean, I suppose one of the things is, this is what we expected from Tampa Bay just a year late, really. You know, we expected... Last year, there was a lot of hype behind that side. Um, you know, people had them pegged. We, we all thought we'd see the best of Deshaun Jackson next to Mike Evans. We thought we thought Jameis had the team behind him. Turns out Fitz comes out just chucking touchdowns about and that. So, I mean, I, I'm not massively surprised. I do think New Orleans are the, you know, despite improving last year defensively, if you're going to go for 47, 40, New Orleans are often a side that are going to be in there. So, you know, I don't think it's actually madly out of the way. I just, I don't see how um, Tampa maintain that type of momentum. Fitz has these little spurts where he plays really well, if everyone else plays really well. But I, it, it never seems to last the course. So nice little run and maybe Winston comes back and plays really well, but I, I, I think this is going to be fits and starts for, for the Bucks, And I do think it's fairly positive for Norneys. I don't see them losing a game like that again. Did you say fits and starts? Uh, yeah, I like hey, that. That, hey, was, that was good. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> as, as, you, as, uh, as you'll remember from last week, I confidently predicted this game to be the season's first bumming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember the game that I predicted would be the second? Yeah. I'm at, yeah, Actually, I hope you don't come on to that. <laughs> um, I, I honestly didn't see this. Didn't see this coming at all. I thought that the Saints were genuine contenders. 
Um, and I think the score actually flatters the Saints a little bit because a couple of those touchdowns were approaching like three, four minutes to go in the fourth quarter when they were down by multiple touchdowns at that point. So approaching garbage time scores when they were getting a couple of those points at the end. Don't you uh, hate those the- fantasy owners have got Drew Brees and just cash in on all these garbage time? Kamara. Yeah. I thought the the Bucks were, were better than the Saints in every single phase of this game. And I, I was really, really surprised to see it. Um, I thought that the, the Saints secondary looked really weak, um, which was a massive surprise considering the players that they've got back there in, um, in Williams and whoever's name escapes me. Um, it was, they were, they were dominant completely in this match. And it makes me wonder if you go on last season, the issues that Winston's had, if if Fitzmagic keeps playing this way, I, I'm not so sure that Winston automatically walks back into that team. Well, that was the question I was going to ask. Um, does he? I mean, it, it, as crazy as it might seem. I mean, like like Craig said, it's, it is literally fits and starts with him, isn't it? It's not a consistent thing. But if he, I mean, if he can maintain this level, um, I believe in him completely if playing like this and... It seems that that team rallies around him an awful lot. He's got a huge amount of passion. And if what if he's got the hot hand, I think you keep him in. You keep Winston on the sideline. It's, it might be quite, it might test the nerve, I think, if um, if he keeps looking good. Because um, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. We've seen that with Fitz before. Um, I mean, he did, he had that season at the Jets, didn't he? Two or three years ago where he just seemed lights out. But then the throw in the, mediocre week and what do you do if he has four strong weeks and then a couple of bad ones is he is that him done I mean, that's what will happen I do think that if he's playing like this come what's what's Winston out for four games four games yeah yeah so if he you know if he plays like this till week five then you can't you can't pull him but if in week six he stinks up the joint then you bring Winston in in the third or fourth quarter and if he plays well he starts I'm I think I don't think it's, you could really see that happening. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's a tricky situation. I think it's a good situation. He's a vet. He's been in this type of situation before. Um, if they get a bit of momentum, I, actually, I think it helps Winston. I think if you're Winston, you're on the sidelines screaming, hoping that he gets as much out of whatever he's got until you know whenever in the season. Because the minute he fucks up, Winston will be in, and hopefully they'll have five or six wins by then. That's an interesting thought. If you're Winston watching uh, there's a there's got to be a part of you that you obviously want your team to win you'd rather come back to a, a four and oh bucks team than an oh and four bucks team but you if it's the Sean Ki- if it's the Sean Kaiser then yeah maybe you're a little bit concerned but if it's Ryan Fitzpatrick you're not <laughs> you're the franchise you're yep. the franchise quarterback they 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 put money into you you've had plenty of mistakes and you're still there this season, you know, you, you've got nothing to worry about. Fitz will play. Fitz will make a mistake. You'll get your chance and he's got to pay well. Should the Bucks be optimistic if we... You know, two out of the four of us said they're, they're going to be picking first overall next year. Um, are we? Do we still think that's the case? Do Or are they going to get a few more wins? Well, based, based on the evidence of one game, it's, yeah, it certainly doesn't look that way because there are much worse teams in the league than the Bucks, who I think we'll come on to later. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I, I think Cutter did a good job. Um, and no, I think they, 
This should give them a lot of confidence going into the home of one of the preseason favourites for the league and absolutely smashing them off the park. Despite only winning by eight points in the end, they were they were well worth a a victory that was more comfortable than that. It was eight points after the a comeback that was they were never quite close enough, were they? Yeah, um, I think we'll know a lot more next couple of games. Eagles and Steelers will sort of we'll we'll know where they are then. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Miami was the other team that we said. Or two of the other two of us said that we're, we'll be picking first overall next year. Um, I I don't want to really talk about this game from a Titans point of view. I did a little video that you may have seen yesterday um, to hopefully save me the trouble of doing it again. Uh, but we talk we talk about Miami. I think that I don't see them. I've I saw enough to make me think that they're not. While they're not going to win the AFC East by any means, or even make the playoffs, I don't feel that they're like a 2-14 and 14 team anymore. Adam Gase has got a bit more control than I perhaps gave him credit for. <laughs> I don't know, mate. <laughs> I still, Am I overreacting? I, I, I still think they're pretty shit. I just think... Um, the times are shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you, bro. <laughs> I don't, I I, this isn't, this isn't news. I, I watched all seven and a half hours of this game. Uh, so yeah, um, I mean, I, you know what? I, I suppose you can't really discount that. Titans looked poor at times, really poor, but Titans looked that unprepared. big break, but That's that what... big, that big space in the middle of any game. I just don't know how you, it's hard to manage, mate. It's hard enough on a NFL game day anyway, but with that massive, it's hard. I don't know. I'd, I'd imagine that's probably not fair representation of either team. Hopefully, no. Yeah. I think that. I think that's right. What you saw after the, the particularly want to talk about this game, but what you saw when they came back from the second massive delay was a lot of reckless football from both teams. Mm. Um, suddenly, instead of with the Dolphins, actually, instead of um, giving it to Gore and uh, Kenyon Drake, they were suddenly lugging it downfield um, and in quite a reckless fashion when they had the lead, which seemed like back to front. Um, but there, there was a bit of a bit of momentum for Miami, I thought. Um, but, well, yeah, uh, again, we don't know. It's week one. Um, Listen, man, no one wants to talk about that shit. That game, that's it. Both games, that game was terrible. Let's talk about the fucking Jets, bro. Okay. <laughs> 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 Let's talk sure. about the fucking Jets, bro. I guarantee you'll be the only one who's watched this game so far. <laughs> Swear to God, you've not seen it? No. I saw, oh. I saw the first play. And then yeah. I like, chuckled myself and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then woke up and discovered that you put on more away points than you have in Jets history or something like that. Hey, listen. Honest to God, like, I won't, I won't harp on it too long. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I, I've not been as excited for, for, for... And the thing is, they've been hyping Donald, right? Talking a lot of this Broadway Joe shit making it a big deal and that's hard and and then you add the fact that it's new york so it's always it's hype in it so obviously you're you as a jets fan you're concerned anyway but to go out there throw a pit six and then have the performance he did i'm all in on him i'm all fucking in i've drafted in a couple of leagues anyway because the word was coming out so well but i'm all in on such a mature big time performance and it really does you know I, I like his character I think Todd Bowles has done a great job I think when you heard how he's you know managed his press conferences managed the three quarterbacks 
you know, let's not forget Teddy Bridgewater. He was an option. And I like the fact that we've dealt business in the way that we have made it very clear early, early enough that he can, if he wants to go and explore, he can, but he's, he's added and he's improved himself while he's at the Jets and he's, he's helped us. He's clearly had a good impact on Donald. McCown's done well. I'm just so happy, mate. I'm so pleased. I think we looked really good. We looked sharp. We looked fast, powerful, good on defense. Um, secondary looks as good as it did when Rex was there. You know, the pomp of Revis. I just think all phases of the game, fantastic. Don't sleep on the Jets, bro. I'm not, I, I think the next two years, if we get a good rubber to green, why the hell not, man? There you go. Of those three teams, I find it shocking that they're the ones that you—they're the ones that you believe in. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, defo. But as a fan, because I still support team, like may as well enjoy it when it's good because it's fucking shit when it's not in it, Mark. Yeah, a little bit, mate. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, let, let's let's come to that. Well, while, while we're there, what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, your WhatsApp message read, and I quote: "Are the Bills the worst team in living memory?" I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, you asked it as a question. I mean, I mean, I mean, they've got to be in the conversation, right? There's no way that you guys will have watched this game like I've watched this game, but they were, to a man, an absolute embarrassment. The coaching was embarrassment. The play calling was an embarrassment. The execution from every single player on the field was an embarrassment. Um, the, you know, I can't pick out a single positive from any phase of the, of the play. The, the strength of last season, which was the defense, has gone. Um, the, mm. the first quarter, there were wide open holes in our secondary that Joe Flacco, this Joe Flacco, for fuck's sake, picked apart. And we're not talking about that. You know, their wide receivers aren't Odell Beckham. Um, they're better than they were, though. I think the Ravens are... Yeah, they're better, but I mean, we made it fucking easy. And, and offensively... Our offensive line is, is, I think, the worst in the league by a long way. The, the left side of our offensive line and centre was decent last year. And then we traded one, one retired and Richie Incognito went mental. Mm. And all of a sudden, we've got like five journeyman O-liners. We've got Nathan Peterman, who started two, two games and been benched in both. Um, <laughs> Sean McCoy... That's quite a a great a giggle, but it's an achievement for a QB to do that, isn't it? Yeah, Um, you know, wide receivers who can't catch the ball, um, can't get open. Uh, It's there wasn't a, and even our punter fumbled it. We don't have a single thing in our team that's good. And the Bills like launched this embedded thing. It was meant to be this like version of hard knocks that was on their own Facebook page. And that the message they've been putting out is, Oh, you have to trust the process. You have to trust the process, but the process doesn't seem to involve getting any kind of plan, getting any kind of decent players and actually standing a chance of winning a game. Um, dude, if you're, the, the bills are playing the if, Titans in week four, I think. If it's you're, if, if you're so. McCoy, do you, do you, you see try? I think you Mate, see trade. Do you, why? I haven't seen the game. I saw a few highlights. From what I see, bro, man might get himself killed <laughs> if he tries to, to play football. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's not looking good at the minute. Um, 
but our offensive line doesn't afford him much time. Um, I, I suspect he's probably laughing because he comes up against our run defense in practice and he runs all the way through it, but then he comes up against <laughs> proper defenses and all of a sudden he gets stuffed. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to seek trade because, or even if our, if our guys think, well, this season's in the shit, let's try and get some cap for him and try and get a couple of picks and ship him off. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. I don't, I mean, where the trouble is you're forced to abandon the run within a quarter of the game because of the score. Yeah. But even when he, even when they were running the ball, he, he wasn't running well. Well, um, Murphy, our backup running back is running better than him, but that's because he doesn't know any better. Um, <laughs> one, one sec, uh. one sec. Um, is it still recording, Doug? Oh, <laughs> Oh, you was just stay. He was just still. It looked like Dougie had frozen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd literally been in the same position for about thirty seconds. Okay, sorry, my bad. Carry on, Mark. <laughs> yeah. to, we, to put it into context, we didn't have a a drive longer than five plays until the last minute of the third quarter, um, when we got our field goal. That was it, and that was our only drive more than seven plays. Shall we talk about something more positive? Yes, please. Uh, one census previews last week, um, and it was Rich, I think, that said Aaron Rodgers' shiny new contract against Khalil Mack's shiny new contract. Yeah, shit was boy, shit. Boy, did we see that. What yeah. a game. Hey, listen, what that, a game. To be fair, that, 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 that one line, that spoke to me because I had just watched the game. And I, I did think you, you, how right you were, sir. Bloody yeah. hell. I mean, imagine being doing what Khalil Mack did and losing. Oh. Kind, of, kind, of, <laughs> kind of like a fantasy semi-final. <laughs> that is how I felt. He was awesome, mate. Unbelievable. First, his, first, his first play from scrimmage, like a, a straight bull rush into the quarterback. Lyman had no idea. It was just unreal. And he was stood up. He was like on the, like stood on the left of the line of scrimmage most of the game. Um, and they had absolutely no idea in the first half. That O-line was all over the place um, for how to stop him. Obviously, it didn't help that Rodgers went down and, and um, picked up his knock. But they absolutely dominated that first half. And they still should have won the game, regardless of the comeback. Um, they had, I think they had a play in the final drive that was in and out of the, the cornerback's chest. And how, I don't know if you saw it, but how he missed the interception, which would have iced the game for the Bears. Yep. Um, how he misses that, I don't know. And apparently he had, a, he had an issue with, um, with drops last year. So the Bears should have won this game, no question. And they are for real. And Khalil Mack makes them for real. Mm. But Rodgers, though... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's, his, how's his leg? Firstly, I mean, well, he says he'll play. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't look bad on one leg, did he? <laughs> uh, and it's, it's the change that he does. Is how he he recognizes, and some of this must be coaching, but I bet some of this is Rogers. He recognizes that that rush is coming, so they change it up just so that he can get the ball out quicker. So it doesn't give them time to make those plays, get the penetration, and suddenly starts finding those receivers. They up the pace, um, and it made all the difference. And I think that that's probably what sets him 
and some of the coaching staff are part on that, that they can they can recognise what's going wrong and they can make that adjustment. I'm not even having it about the coaching. I'm not, because you couldn't even necessarily do that with, like, why not do that for everyone? Why not do that for everyone? Like, that first play, the commentator said it, first play after he come back out of the tent, made a big deal, like he just lost the leg and whatever. <laughs> came, came back out, the first play out of the tent, came out of his hands. You're portraying him as some kind of diva, which... <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Do you know what? I'm not. I fuck, I fuck with Aaron Rodgers. You lot know. I fuck with Aaron Rodgers heavy, but bloody hell, mate. They couldn't suck his cock anymore. Like, oh my God, have you ever seen a man go off the field in a car to come back onto the field? Probably, bro. That's, like, that's <laughs> worse. Chris Collins' worst impression. <laughs> like, it was, it was extra. But that's not taking nothing away from him. First play comes out, boom, bullet, whatever, a little slant. Uh, look what they've done. They've got getting the ball out of his hands. All that, cool. But for me, that was Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's just you know, certain players just have it. And like, I don't know how else to better describe it. You can break down the numbers. For me, watch the game. Man just took over the game. Yeah, he got lucky. He threw that. That was a pick. That was a pick all day long. He dropped it, definitely. A little bit of fortune, but... They Kyle, say you need... Kyle Fuller, wasn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. You, need, you need a bit of fortune. But bloody hell, mate. When it looked like, you know, at one point, like, one, they couldn't move the ball. This is even before he got hurt. They couldn't move the ball. And then they were in that hole. Bears look like world beaters. Aaron Rodgers is hurt. And he comes back out. And... <laughs> And it was it was it was unbelievable thing to watch. It really was. I love seeing elite players do really well, and even with one leg, he he was smooth as silk, mate. It's it's one of those things like a a comeback like that. It's almost like if it's him or Brady, there's almost like this inevitability that it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And you almost like you knew he was gonna win the game somehow, and there's like something about him and that place when it's especially in the Bears Packers game which is such an old rivalry you just knew that something was going to happen mm. and uh, and he found a way to make it happen and that's what sets him apart from 98% of the quarterbacks in the league I think that's right the, the, the way that they've dominated that division in the last 10 years well since they've had Rodgers pretty much and and before that um, there's you know even where the Bears the, well, the, the Vikings are are going to be strong. They're playing Green Bay this week, um, yeah. and the the Lions have been better of late. It's still you still kind of feel like the Packers have got the wood over um, their rivals. If Rogers stays fit, they win that. They win that league. I think. Well, you just you, you do you do you place maybe I'm trying to think of a t- any other team that has one player that elevates them as much as Aaron Rodgers. Like you, I think. Even with the Pats, because of Belichick, well, they've just got assistant QB. Be, so yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. So because yeah. of Belichick, you think they'll be competitive. Without Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay are third. With Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay have a chance, and that is just that. I mean, it tells, tells you all you need to know. Even Clay Matthews made plenty of mistakes in that game. I mean, they yeah. have no one. You know, it is it is Aaron Rodgers. It's funny when he starts when Rogers starts playing in that way, he makes that offensive line look better. Yeah. Because in the first half they looked awful, yet second half they were because he was getting the ball out and doing the things that he was doing, all of a sudden his offensive line looked like well beaters as well. He just makes the players around him play play that much better. Even on one foot, Aaron Rodgers moves in the pocket better than any other quarterback. Like 
I'm, I've been watching, I suppose I've watched quite a lot of college ball as well. First two weeks, of the, like the first few weeks of the season, always end up overdosing on college ball and realise I can't hack it because there's too many games. <laughs> but you look at from that level and even at the, the poorer teams, is the, almost the art of moving in the pocket is lost now. Every quarterback either has a quick hitter or they're out making plays outside the pocket. Aaron Rodgers still manages to use the pocket, slide up in the pocket, give your lineman a chance. He is the best at it, and he does it so effortlessly, even on one leg. It's it's really something to watch, man. And having said that, the Bears still should have won the game. They should have won the game. Um, you should not sleep on them. I think mm-hmm. they look like a real, real side this year. Shout out to Jack. Jack was calling the Bears for a long time still. And yep. their D specifically, that was yeah before the match race. Yeah, and that's even um, their secondary full um, Fuller, Trevathan, Bryce Callahan. All those, I think there's a lot of those guys that are. Um, he had a good game. Trevathan had a good game. Yeah, they look like proper proper players. I think Taylor Gabriel looks like a good fit for them. Um, Cohen and Howard, I like. Trubisky's looked like he's made some improvements this year. Um, Alan Robinson. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got they've got some players there. I think. Um, yeah, I. What, Alan Robinson? Or are you talking to Mark? <coughs> uh, everyone, everyone misses open passes. You know, I still think he looked better this year in this game than he did last year. Yeah, I mean, again, again week week one. Um, but the Bears are, are clearly. Clearly not the same team as, as a year ago, are they? No. Got rid of the cancer, didn't they? Like, <laughs> he probably weren't even there last year, was he? When did he go? Oh, good. Cutler. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. That was a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. Is, he, is he in the commentary box now, Cutler? I, I swear I saw something that he's going to play again. Maybe in CFL or maybe it was a meme. Maybe it was a meme <laughs> including the both. <laughs> <laughs> It was certainly one of those Nike memes, but we've, yeah. we've requested a stop to those, um, as as you all may have seen. Um, this is going to make good radio. Dougie is showing us the play. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, wow. What? Well, he was sacked and he just didn't make the throw. Or... Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah. so in one play, he, he didn't do I mean, so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> poor, poor. Um, but I still think the evidence of the the rest of the game 171 yards and no interceptions I thought that he looked stronger at, in this game than he did at any point last year that's going to be some division um, we'll yeah see, see ex- ex- except for the except for the lines well I don't yeah uh, could be week one overreaction again um, we, we just went and kicked their ass seeing. bro that's all we're just they, getting that ass whooping. And they look shit. <laughs> ah, we're just getting that ass whooping. <laughs> no, that's, just, that's just how good the Jets are. You have um, enough to get that start. <laughs> oh, man. Tell me, how much, when, when he threw that first pass, how much have you went? Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Everyone did, <laughs> obviously. But the best thing, I'll tell you the best thing about it, yeah, it was, it was a pit six. Like, I think that you... Throw that often pick. It, that's not often a positive. No, but the first play from scrimmage, you throw that pick, you fuck it up, 
and then you have to wait and watch them drive down the field. I think that hurts. But pick six, move straight on. Back in. Yeah, straight back in, yeah. Straight back in. And he, he handled that shit. Question for you. Last two quarterbacks who threw a pick six with their first pass in the league. I'm sure they must have said this on um, commentary. Uh, let's go Troy Aikman. James Winston. James Winston was the last one. Yep. And then there yeah. was one before him, but a long way before him. Broad, did they say Broadway Joe did it? Did Joe Namath uh, do it? it? He may have done, but it wasn't him. He wasn't the, oh. the one before Winston. Oh, I don't know. It was a certain Mr. Brett Favre. Favre. So at Atlanta. He was, First, he, was, he was drunk when he was at Atlanta. <laughs> just the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't turn out too bad so if, uh, if Sam Donald yeah. turns out to be a bit like Brett Favre then you've done alright yeah I do hopefully he won't turn out well. like James Winston Brett Favre is literally one of my favourite players anyway I think Adam. he's if we think Cutler's coming back we can't talk about that without men thinking that Favre might come back I still think he doesn't rule it out each year <laughs> <laughs> so, there's always that spot that opens up is, is Brett, Brett Favre just checking his phone making sure it's on yeah in his massive van with his huge fucking boots and gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, shall we get into our? I don't know if that's if there are any other things we want to say about week one. Um, if not, shall we get into our detailed previews of week two? Maybe one sentence, maybe a couple of sentences. <laughs> Some... definitely, def- definitely a couple of sentences. <laughs> On yours, they always are. Yeah. No, so, I've got. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> Just a but quick touch shit. on the Browns who managed it's to draw, shit. which is their uh, Drew again, oh, yeah. which is their, uh, their their second best start to a league season in three years. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> I, I tweeted this by the way. That I, I, how good would it be if they go zero and fifteen and one? It's just, it's just, it's an it's just absolute nonsense, isn't it? Like, what the fuck, mate? Actually, yeah, we should get Dougie's view on this. I don't think the Browns are going to go zero and fifteen and one um, by any means. Um, no, there, no. there. I say I could be a bit swept by any hype that's coming out of there. Yeah, they can, they competed. Uh, Miles Garrett's a baller. We knew that yeah. though. We knew that though. Um, I do like Baker. I like Tyrod. This game was this game was was Tyrod. Tyrod, that that rushing touchdown. He he wasn't doing that for Buffalo, was he? Uh, well, I mean, he no, he did. He was yeah, a run. Mark, Mark used to shit on Tyrod, man. Tyrod had some games. This you this game was Tyrod in a nutshell. He still went fifteen of forty. Let's not forget he he didn't throw the ball well by any stretch of the imagination, but he had some plays near the end and he ran the ball well that's what you're going to get from Tyrod Taylor and eventually Browns will get sick of that because he misses <laughs> and they'll move on to a proper quarterback um, it's whether he can service <laughs> it's whether he can service them well enough Bloods, that's that hate that's not nice man 15 of 40 <laughs> he's gone he's gone from New York State to Ohio and it's still the same rhetoric coming out of your mouth I love it <laughs> yeah He's just doing it for someone else now. Jarvis Landry makes a massive difference to them. Yeah. And, um, he's he did just, look good as well, actually. Yeah. Add Josh Gordon to that. Good yeah. catch from Gordon for their touchdown, I thought. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, well, you'd expect it from him, wouldn't you? Yeah, that, well, that's what you... That's, that's, that's why what you, you brought get. him back. Yeah. That's why you let him do what he wants. Sorry, boys, I'm still here. Yeah. It's... Um, I, I've... 
they look all right. Denzel Ward looks like a good good player. Um, yeah, we'll see. I still don't think they'll. I still don't think they'll make the playoffs or anything stupid like that. Um, they'll certainly be better. But fuck me, with all the picks they've had, they have to be. Yeah, trust me. What was Kaiser's record? Twenty-two interceptions, eleven touchdowns. Jeez. That is disgusting. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I wonder what Peterman's record is right now. Yeah, awful. That is literally two. Uh, was well, if, if two he steps back, awful, if he wasn't awful. pulled out of both the games he started, that might be his record. Yeah. So give, <laughs> give give him a chance to get up to twenty-two. P- Peterson on yeah minus ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, if Dougie is coming back. We should get into get into some previews. Yeah, but he's not there. Literally, just walked away. He's gone. Cheers, mate. Perfect. We'll wait. We'll wait, Doug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a prob- a problematic turd going on in the Lensman house <laughs> with with complications. <laughs> I, I want to hear. I want to hear his uh, his Cleveland reaction as well. No, to the as you he say, their second best result under Hugh Jackson. Yeah, that would be fantastic. What a start! Uh, well, uh, what, we got, what, we got, what we'll be doing is he'll be editing this, mate. <laughs> You're trying, ads. I hope so. I hope <laughs> but so. He's going to be editing this. We need to. Uh, we'll get one sentence and then AOBs. I reckon. What yeah, do you yeah. think? Yeah. But it's all right. We'll we'll uh, see. Even leave an Easter egg by talking about. About another game from Sunday. Did who watch the Rams? Somebody things. tell me what happened with the Rams. Um, the, Ra- no the Raiders about that game. The Raiders look um, after Lynch scored the the touchdown um, in the first like couple of minutes. The Rams bossed it completely. Yeah, uh, nothing else. Gurley looks sick, right? Not done. He always, mate. Listen. Oh, he didn't in his second season. That's no, well, well, so, uh, that's just, he, had, he had Jeff, he had Jeff Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> it was in, I, I read somewhere um, the other day that there's it's quite an, it, it's an interesting season for Goff this year because apparently Sean McVay and I wasn't aware of this. He was um, he was basically taking Goff last season through his reads when he was getting to the line of scrimmage, and that's why he was getting them up to the line of scrimmage quite quickly. Um, so he was actually like talking through his reads when he was lined up. Um, well, yeah, so telling him ready to snap the ball, like say, watch him, watch him. What well, he's going to do this, he's going to do this. Where did uh, you see that? Um, it, I can't, it was on a podcast that I was listening to. That's too much information. How is he meant to watch and listen? Because that does sound uh, like how can you process all of that? If, yeah, yeah you're but, fucked I mean, up. But they were saying it's, it's interesting to see this year if he starts doing more of that himself and if he manages to make enough more, more of a step up. I thought he did all right. Um, but yeah, it's stacked in every position. Um, what, about my, my, what about my dog, Cooper Cup? Um, well, he got a touchdown. Yeah. He did he get game. one yeah, touchdown and Todd Gurley got two? No, we won't go. No, Todd Gurley. <laughs> That's a long snap pod. Is that long snap pod? No, that's is that long snap pod? Some, somebody's team name, league? isn't it? In long snap pod league, it could be. Yeah. It could be. Doug, just to uh, 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 Doug's come. Doug's back with us. Um, it's all right. We'll, we'll wait, Doug. It's cool, mate. <laughs> uh, Cleveland, are they? Are they going? 
wasted. No, you, you've no, definitely no. not. You've definitely not got editing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, while while we we touched on Cleveland, are they going to go zero and fifteen and one? Um, which I don't think they are. Or uh, where where are they going to be? Did we learn anything about uh, from their tie with Pittsburgh? As our resident um, Madden Cleveland fan. Okay. Brilliant. Let's, let's, uh, yeah. One sentence free music. One sentence free Yeah. And they will be one take as ever. Um, shall we get into it? Baltimore at Cincinnati. Factual fiction from both teams. Carolina at Atlanta. Big clash in the NFC South. Matt Ryan needs a bounce back again. Panthers by six. LA Chargers at Buffalo. More likely embarrassment for the dog shit Bills. Minnesota at Green Bay. Sky Sports didn't pick this game. So Neil Reynolds has been copying it on Twitter. Cleveland at New Orleans. Could be a shootout. Miami at New York Jets. Perfect game, perfect timing. The game most people get on the Broadway sound band like a J-E-T-S. Kansas City at Pittsburgh. Who cares? Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Fitz magic is real. 2-0 bucks. <laughs> Houston at Tennessee. Earl Campbell, Warren Moon, all the Oilers history. None of it's yours. Get over it. Indianapolis at Washington. Andrew is back and will look to get his first dub. This will give us an indication as to what the Colts might do. Arizona at LA Rams. Don't panic, Sam Bradford. You aren't facing that Washington defense this week. <laughs> Detroit at San Francisco. Expect Jimmy G to bounce back from his first ever defeat. Oakland at Denver. Bruden has to bounce back. New England at Jacksonville. Jags, if you can win this one, I will take you seriously, I promise. Other than Blake Bortles, obviously. New York Giants at Dallas. When the big D played big blue, it's usually an interesting event. Next week, not so much. Barkley, the draw here. Seattle at Chicago. The Bears are for real. A home debut win for this season's defensive MVP. There we go. Our one sentence previews. Um, my professionalism. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> <Out there. laughs> Flawless. Never, never done that before. I mean, I've never got a fact in a quiz wrong before. It's all falling apart. Definitely um, not they mate. No one noticed. In fact, this is this is going to be seamless. I'm going to take us straight into why it's all been falling apart for me, and that will come up with our AOB. Um, just shattered, physically exhausted, mentally drained, emotionally drained. Um, I was at the Oval yesterday, and if you are in any way a cricket fan um, I imagine you'll have a significant amount of envy day four of the, the test match um, that man Alistair Cook we mentioned him last week but I think he warrants another mention in a, in a nutshell um, you know, the fact that he was even at the crease in the morning um, to be there for for that was, was something in itself but he just came out and played fluently 
he'd just seen free of any pressure. I'm sure he wasn't. Um, and obviously got to got to his hundred thanks to some some overthrows. And I don't think I've ever been at a sporting event that raised the hair on the spine quite as much as as that did. And the the ovation he got when he reached his hundred literally would never have stopped if the umpires hadn't said to the Indian bowlers, you need to just bowl another delivery or we'll, we'll be here for the rest of the day. Um, even, even Cookie didn't quite know what to do once he'd raised his bat to every single person in the ground individually and they're still applauding. Um, oh, I'll, I'll do it again somewhat sheepishly. Um, <laughs> later in the day, um, England, were, England were back in the field. Um, the, the atmosphere just continued and the last, I would say, 20 minutes of play Cookies at short leg or slip or the mixture of the two. Um, he's just having his name sung by 20,000 people constantly for about 20 minutes. Um, and you could see him sort of reacting. And it just it incredibly special to be there. I just felt so lucky. Um, kind of, I'm not sure if a celebration is the right. Yeah, I think a celebration is the right word, actually, for, for how that how that was. Um both sides, just one of those moments where there was nothing, nothing partisan, you know, everybody, everybody there supporting India, England. Um, I imagine anyone watching around the world just felt the same thing. Yeah. With the obvious exception of Piers Morgan. Um, why, why would you not just want to celebrate that career and everything he has done by, by far, well, by far the leading, leading run scorer of all time for England and just, just deserves every little bit of praise. There you go. Cookie, go well. Yeah. Nice. He was really good, wasn't he? Like, <laughs> I don't really watch cricket, <laughs> but I know he was really I think good. I think you've got that. Uh, so, that's nailed. It's, it's a fair play to Matt. <laughs> He'd be happy with that, I think, if someone was to say Alistair Cook. Yeah, he was me. really good, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You'd be, yeah, be all right up, with that. Big up, man, like Cookie. Yeah. Just, just somebody, and I, I've always got time, more time for somebody who makes it mainly down to like the mental side and the hard work, because he was, he would never be considered the most naturally talented batsman. Far from it, almost the opposite. Um, but to all right, Adam, fucking hell, he's not your son, mate. Jesus, you like him? Fair enough. I wish he was. Take, take us someplace darker, somebody. I will. Excellent. So, that, so that's that's um, a brilliant example of a sports person um, getting um, handling something well with grace and <laughs> um, you know playing their sport to the top of their ability and ha- taking the rough with the smooth. A nice example of the opposite of that we saw this week was from Serena Williams who decided that um, she was going to get like played off the park in the U S open final um, and called, took it upon herself to call the umpire. I think it was a liar and a thief um, at one stage in one of the many rants she had during the final in, in one of her, she, yeah, she's a fantastic athlete, but when she loses, she doesn't half become a whining little cowbag, And, she didn't play well in this game. She got absolutely battered from start to finish. And, um, and she took it upon herself to decide that the umpire was giving her a hard time because she was a woman. 
Now, I've watched a lot of tennis in my time. I'm quite a tennis fan, similar similar to Doug. And, uh, <laughs> I've, oh, I've watched, I've watched HTLM. Yeah. Um, I've watched a lot of blokes throw strops, get game penalties here, there, and everywhere, all over the place. The rules are the same for everybody. Um, and if you start te- like questioning the integrity of the chair umpire, you're going to get docked points and games. Fact. Um, she needed to accept in that game that she was beaten by a better person and don't automatically play the gender card. Sorry, Serena. Poor form. But didn't they show a video of of the same umpire getting spoke to like a dickhead by like Del Potro or something and he didn't do nothing? Quite possibly on that occasion, but it depends what the, the, the context of Del Potro's rant was. I don't know if it was Del Potro. Whoever it was. Yeah. Depends on the context of the rant. And I think it's when you start... Yeah, but you know, listen, when you see man like McEnroe talking shit to refs and shit... McEnroe got, got more dot points and cool. games than cool. anyone else. I don't watch tennis like that. I watch tennis, but when I've seen that report, the one thing that was said is that kind of, And I've seen people throw strops and not get dot points. And that's kind of the yeah, only thing that I thought yeah, she she sort of made a point about. Yeah, Bear in mind, she is the best in it. You know what I mean? No good, no top professional takes losing well. No, you're right. But she needs to learn that because she is the best and because she wins far more than she doesn't, um, there's been two occasions in finals. One was a couple of years ago and um, she served a foot fault. I think she called the line judge Satan or something like that <laughs> over the top. So she's got form of this. Um, but yeah, the rules, rules are the same for everybody. She just needs to accept that she was beaten by somebody who played far better than her on the day. And that was the bottom line. What, what I don't like about this as I mean, without getting into too much of the, the details, the aspect that doesn't sit well is, um, and again, professionally, I've no idea what her name was. The lady who won um, from Japan, um, yeah, it takes it takes it takes it all away from her achievement. Uh, the the headlines aren't about the the twenty year old or twenty two year old who's won her first ever Grand Slam title. It's about Serena behaving like that, and then the the fallout, um, whichever whichever side of the fence you sit on on that. It, the, the headlines aren't what they should be. Yeah, it's, it was Naomi Osaka. Thank you. And um, <laughs> apologies. I'm sure she's going to appreciate the fact that when we were very you, we've name checked her now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we held you down, Naomi. Remember that shit. Long snap pod. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Fuck it. I'll go. Um, firstly, we love to slate uh, companies usually. Don't we? Like, kind of do well. I say we. Um, some people more than others. Um, and <laughs> um, I had a How's leak. broadband, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had a leak yesterday, and or not a leak. No hot water. Okay. Called, so enough about Craig's toilet habits. Yeah, I'm wrapping a piss. No, no. <laughs> nice. Um, called British, not British Gas Direct Line this morning. And like they sent someone this afternoon to sort of fix it. Now, in fairness, it 
it wasn't fixed, but it wasn't hard sort of getting through to someone, getting someone to get sent out and then getting someone to come back out tomorrow. So like, I don't really know the companies that are actually doing the work, but direct line, at least what you pay for is what you get. So thank you. Um, second thing we talked about like shirts and shit in it, like football shirts in that year. Talks about the ridiculous price of them. They're like a hundred pound or whatever now for the actual shirt. Right. And, um, so my son, we we he's always done kickboxing. He recently um, got into like the basketball team, whatever. So he plays basketball. So I'm always buying him shit. And um, he's got into a football team. So he's got started football. We'd never done football before. He's like nine now. And uh, I bought him some some football boots. Well, I was looking for football boots because obviously I used to play football, right? Now when I was younger, the hundred pound boot was the boot, right? That was the best boot you could get. That was the closest you can get to whatever pro-grade boot there was. Do you know how much football boots are now? Does anybody know how much they are? I dread to think, mate. Uh, mate. I, bought, I bought my son a pair on Sunday uh, for something like... Uh, it was less than a tenner. Dude, the top pair of football boots, this is an adult, obviously, is £300, bro. 300 to £350, standard. I think pounds. I think this is evidence of your footwear tastes being somewhere. No, no, no. Different yeah, cool. <laughs> I di- I understand that, but I'm being I'm not lying to you. So like they have like almost like three or four grades now. So like certainly... is this is this like the the pair that the same football boots as Harry Kane wears or whatever you're talking right. about? So or, like, right. So like same okay. as fo- same his same his as actual boots. You see, see with football shirts, they do like a version that's like not the same material, not the type of shirt they wear on yeah, the field yeah. but looks like it and it's like 50 quid and then you get the 100 pound one which is like the closest one you get to whatever the pros would wear so they have a similar thing for boots but it's a fucking joke like i didn't spend loads of money i got him like the point two. there's like a for adidas i think and for nike i don't know about the others there's like a point four, point three, point two, point one, and then plus version and the plus is like the pros and they're like the f- between 300 and 400 pound boot you can have like the not the best boot and spend 150 pounds. Are you fucking joking? What are you talking about? You can spend 150 pound boot and there still not be the most expensive boot available. Madness. I ended up spending 30 quid, obviously. He's just started playing football. I don't know how good he is. That's crazy. But I'm saying, <laughs> the fact is, it's a fucking bump and it's not cool because you are going to have kids who are going to look and they're going to see who had the shit boot and who had the good boot. And yeah. that's fucking bullshit. Like their kids, fuck me. And I think it's be enough for football boots. And I think it's a shame. I think that it's becoming more and more elitist. It is mm. going to mean that football was always used to be the game that anyone could go and get a pair of boots and just go and jump us for goalposts, go and play. But it's going to get to a point where you know, unless you've got the best kit again, yeah. people are going to get priced out of it, and they're it's not bullshit. It. It's bullshit, bro. Yeah, it's actually I, not. Cool. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, Doug, any? Other business? Uh, just that I've been watching a show on Netflix called Departures, which I really like. It's good. It's about travelling. It's a good show. You're not. That's not what you're actually doing right now. Just no, no. It's, uh... <laughs> 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 uh, there we go. On that bombshell. Um. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, thanks for listening. Um, catch us on Twitter, which we haven't done enough. Twitter, um, long oh, snap. It's been pod. all right, man. Oh, do, it's been all I'll right. Do a bit. 
Yeah, get get on it, Craig. Start to, yeah. start. Um... Yeah, I don't do it. <laughs> you, you've done. You've done really well. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Well, well done. Well done, admin. <laughs> oh, actually, if I, one of the things about Sunday, I ended up was a, tweeting from three different accounts, and it, the whole thing. You know, seven and a half hours of watching one game is silly enough. Um, it just get carried away. It's hard work. Um, maybe I might take a week off and give Mark, Craig, Doug, get on the Twitter for Long Snap Pod. Um, otherwise, we will be back next week. Nice one. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers Bye. Bye-bye.